Jesus had to come and open their eyes. Dispel their unbelief. Hallelujah. To show them that He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. Our risen Lord, our risen Lord. Unchanging you are. Unchanging you are. Unchanging you are. Unchanging you, yeah, unchanging, 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 you are, unchanging, you are, unchanging, you are, unchanging, 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 you Worship Him. The more you praise Him, the more your mountains will come crumbling down. Hallelujah. I'm changing you were. I'm changing you are. I'm changing you are. I'm changing you get. I'm changing you are. I'm changing all. Oh, hallelujah. I'm changing you are. I'm changing you are. I'm changing you
to sin. They were behind closed doors. So afraid for their lives. Didn't know what was going to happen. They thought that their Jesus was gone. They thought that their Jesus was dead. Hallelujah. Oh, but here, Jesus appeared to them. To the ones who hurt so many times. Again and again and again, Jesus told them. They will kill me, but I will rise again from the dead. But their hearts were so hardened that they were filled with unbelief. To them, Jesus came. Hallelujah. That's how much Jesus loved his disciples. Hallelujah. And Jesus says, to you I have come this afternoon. Hallelujah. That's how much Jesus loves you. Hallelujah. That's how much Jesus loves you. Hallelujah. That's how much Jesus loves you. Hallelujah. Even though I am so tiny before you, you're the one who hung the earth in space. Though I am one of your many creations, still you hear me when I call your name. Yes. You come.
here, hallelujah. He saw, he saw that those disciples who were on the road to Emmaus, they needed strength, hallelujah. They needed their eyes to be opened. Jesus had to open their eyes of understanding. Oh, and the very same Jesus Christ is here, hallelujah. Jesus Christ is here, hallelujah. He is here to open the eyes of your understanding. Even more, even more, even more, hallelujah. Even more, hallelujah. Even more, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, hallelujah. Oh, praise you, praise you. Even to the one, even to Thomas, even to Thomas who said, I'm never going to believe, I'm never going to believe, in spite of him hearing so many times. Jesus came to him, hallelujah. Hallelujah, oh, the love that sought me. Oh, the blood that bought me. Think about how many times Jesus came after you. Hallelujah. Think about how many times Jesus came after you. Hallelujah. How many times? How many times? How many times? Hallelujah. Oh, the grace that brought me to the fold. Wondrous grace that brought me to the fold. Oh, the love that sought me. Oh, the blood that bought me. Oh, the grace that brought me to the fall. Wondrous grace that brought me to the fall. Hallelujah. The same unchanging Jesus. Who went to the disciples who were on the road to Emmaus. Who went to the disciples who were behind closed doors. And who went again to Thomas. Who said, I'm never going to believe. Unless I put my finger into his nail print. Hallelujah. Jesus said, Thomas, is it enough? Is it enough? Is it enough? And he said, Oh Lord and my God. That day was a day where Thomas totally surrendered to Jesus. His life was radically changed. Never was he a man of unbelief. He became a man of faith. Hallelujah. He became a man of faith. Hallelujah. And he fulfilled the great commission of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The disciples were no more behind the closed doors. Will filled with fear, hallelujah. Instead, they went all around, all over the world, hallelujah. Preaching the good news, healing the sick, raising the dead, hallelujah. They gave their lives for the Lord Jesus Christ. No more in fear, hallelujah. That's what Jesus wants to do for you today, hallelujah. To strengthen you so that you too can. Become like the Thomas who had a change of heart. Hallelujah. From unbelief to faith. Hallelujah. From doubt to faith. Hallelujah. From fear to faith. Hallelujah. From sitting in the wrong place to switching to the right place. Hallelujah. No more, no more sitting behind closed doors. Hallelujah. No more living in fear. Hallelujah. No more living. A backslidden life, hallelujah. God is speaking to your heart this afternoon, hallelujah. Tell the Lord, oh Lord, I will follow you, hallelujah, hallelujah. I will serve you, Jesus, hallelujah. 
I will serve you, Jesus. I will serve you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I will serve you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Fill your people with your strength right now. Hallelujah. Fill your people with your strength right now. Hallelujah. Fill your people with your strength right now. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. This is your hour in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Where heaven has invaded earth. Where the Spirit of God is moving in our midst. Hallelujah. Where the angels of God are ascending, descending in this place. Hallelujah. This is your time for you to get up from where you are. To go and touch the hem of the garment of Jesus. Hallelujah. This is your moment. Hallelujah. This is your moment. Hallelujah. This is your moment. Hallelujah. Where the Prince of Peace is here. Hallelujah. The Prince of Peace is here. Hallelujah. We praise you. You came from heaven to work. To serve the way from the earth. To the cross, all my debt to pay. From the cross to the grave, from the grave to the sky. Lord, I lift Your name on high. You came from heaven to earth to show the way.
God called the disciples with a purpose. God has called you with a purpose. Hallelujah. Not to be behind closed doors. Hallelujah. Not to live in fear. Hallelujah. Not to be insecure. Hallelujah. Not to give in to fear. Hallelujah. Not to give in to insecurity. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. God is going to set you free from insecurity today. Hallelujah. God is going to set you free from insecurity. Hallelujah. That demon that is holding you down, not letting you do what God wants you to do, that is keeping you behind closed doors. God wants to set you free. Hallelujah. God wants to set you free. Hallelujah. God wants to set you free. Jesus came to the disciples who were behind closed doors. Hallelujah. Jesus came to the disciples who were on the road to Emmaus. Jesus came. Jesus came to Peter. Oh, who went back to fishing. Hallelujah. Jesus came. And Jesus has come to you today. Hallelujah. To set you free. To set you free from your disappointments. To set you free from insecurities. Hallelujah. To set you free from unbelief. Hallelujah. To set you free from fear. Hallelujah. To set you free from your anxiety. Hallelujah. Oh, praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Hallelujah. Praise you. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. The very same God. The very same God. The very same Jesus. The very same Jesus. The very same Jesus. Hallelujah. The very same Jesus. Hallelujah. Who set his disciples free. He's here to set you free. Hallelujah. He is here to set you free. Hallelujah. He's here to set you free. Hallelujah. He's here to set you free. Hallelujah. Receive your healing right now. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I come against every demonic spirit of unbelief, every demonic spirit of fear, every spirit of insecurity that is tormenting your people, that is keeping them behind closed doors, keeping them in a life of unbelief and fear. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, according to the power and authority given to me by the Almighty God, I set your people free at this hour in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, I come against every tormenting spirit. In the name of Jesus, I command them to... Leave God's people right now in Jesus' name. And they loosen the bonds in the name of Jesus. Every cord be broken in Jesus' name. Every cord that is tying your people to the spirit of insecurity. In the name of Jesus, I burn it with the fire of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, Christ of Nazareth. Every spirit of insecurity. In the name of Jesus, be gone out of the people of God in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, every spirit of fear, get out in Jesus' name. Every spirit of unbelief, get out in Jesus' name. Every spirit of anxiety and turmoil, leave God's people right now in Jesus name. Thank you Heavenly Father. Thank you Heavenly Father. Thank you Heavenly Father. Thank you Heavenly Father. Hallelujah. Thank you Heavenly Father. God has not called you to be behind closed doors. Hallelujah. God has not called you to be behind closed doors. Hallelujah. God has not called you to be behind fear. Hallelujah. God has not called you to be behind torment. God has not called you to be behind insecurity. Hallelujah. God has called you to be within Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Live within Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Live within Jesus Christ, hallelujah. Live within Jesus Christ, hallelujah. Live within Jesus Christ, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, receive, 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 receive your deliverance. Receive your healing by faith in Jesus' name, hallelujah. Oh, we praise you. It is done, it is done, it is done, it is done, it is done. Hallelujah, we praise you, hallelujah, oh arise, arise, 
sleeper, hallelujah. Oh, the one who's sleeping, wake up, Jesus says. Oh, Christ shall give you light, hallelujah. Oh, those who are sitting in dark, get up, for the glory of the Lord has risen upon you, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord, hallelujah. Come out of the closed doors, hallelujah. Come out, hallelujah. Come out, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Mary Magdalene chose to come out of the closed doors, hallelujah. She said, I'm running, I'm running, I'm running after Jesus, hallelujah. I'm running, I'm running, I'm running after Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, praise you, hallelujah, hallelujah. We praise you, hallelujah. We praise you.
accomplished this day. Oh, Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, he is the Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. He knows the end from the beginning. Hallelujah. He's marked out our portion, our inheritance. Every step of ours has been calculated by the Almighty God. Hallelujah. Creator God. Hallelujah. He is our Creator God. Hallelujah. Oh, we praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He knows our sitting down and he knows our rising up. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Nothing is hidden before this Creator God. Hallelujah. He knows our heart which is open before him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is why he came to Thomas. That is why he went to Peter. That is why he went to the disciples who were behind closed doors. Hallelujah. That is why he went to the disciples who were on their road to Emmaus. Filled with discouragement. Filled with uncertainty. Hallelujah. Oh, we praise you, praise you, praise you. Hallelujah. Jesus said, today, what he told his disciples 2,000 years ago. Hallelujah. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Jesus told his disciples, it is I. Don't be afraid. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you. Praise you. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for your love. Hallelujah. Thank you for your voice. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Creator God. Yes. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you. Hallelujah. Take some time in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Talk to him. Hallelujah. God is talking to you. Talk to him. Hallelujah. Praise him with everything that is within you. Hallelujah. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. We worship you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Whatever pain you may have in your body, whatever pain you may have in your mind, God is specifically bringing before me tension, headaches. If you're frequently getting tension, headaches, God wants to touch you right now. The Lord says, cast all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. A lot of times you think and think and think and think and think and think and think what you should not think. And as a result of that, you stress yourself and you end up having a headache. The Lord says, I want to set you free from that bondage of the enemy. Bondage to thinking that which you should not be thinking. Overthinking and thinking thoughts that are displeasing to God because they are not of faith. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I come before your throne of grace. Whoever is going through this cycle of torment that they have given themselves over to, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I 
Set them free right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I break the cycle in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord, may people not go back to this cycle in the name of Jesus. God says, don't revisit that page. Don't revisit that place. Hallelujah. Don't revisit that place. This is what the Holy Spirit is showing me right now. You have a problem of revisiting your past. You have a problem of revisiting your past. God is showing me different tombs. And those are tombs that should be forgotten and forsaken. You you are having a habit of going back to those tombs. And worshipping your past. Worshipping your broken life. Worshipping all the trauma that has occurred. God says He wants you to forsake that form of idolatry. Don't visit, don't revisit those places. Don't visit, don't revisit those places in your life. Hallelujah. If you want to go forward with God Almighty, then you have to forsake your past. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. The healer. The mighty healer, the Lord Jesus Christ, is in our midst right now. When he says, fear not, only believe. It is so important to stop fearing and only believing. It is very important to obey what Jesus has said. Hallelujah. Praise you. Praise you. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Don't visit, revisit your ancestral graves. God is speaking to your heart at this hour. Don't go back to the places of the dead. Don't go back to the places of the dead. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. There's a spiritual, significant spiritual meaning to it. And you know what it means. God says, you need to stop the habit. Of going back to your past. Going back to your past life. Going back to your old life. Your old family. Relationships. Things that were gone. Things that were lost. Things that were broken. Things that caused you pain and grief. Things that are causing you pain and grief because you are going back to that place where you should not be going to. Hallelujah. Why do you seek the living among the dead? Jesus asked. Jesus is not in those places. Jesus is not in the past. Jesus is not in the past. Jesus is not in your past life. Jesus is not in the tomb. Jesus is not in your ancestral grave. Jesus is not in your traumatic life from the past. Why are you going back? You're not going to see Jesus there. God brought you out of there. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Don't see the living among the dead. He's not in the grave. He's risen. He's with the living. Hallelujah. Praise you. Hallelujah. If you want to live a life, if you want to truly live a life that is worth living, if you want to truly live 
is important for you to part with everything that causes death. It is important for you to part with everything that speaks death. It is important for you to part with everything that leads towards death. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you. Egypt is death. Sodom and Gomorrah is death. The places that you left behind, don't even think about it in your mind. It will trap you. It will trap you. Hallelujah. Praise you. Praise you. Don't revisit. Don't visit. The places that you should not in your mind. Thank you, Jesus. When God sets you free, keeping your freedom is your duty. It is your responsibility. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for this time that you have given to us. Thank you for your work that you've accomplished this day. I know you have spoken, Father. I know you have visited us, Lord. I know you have touched our hearts, O oh Lord. I know you have done a marvelous thing this day. I know you have done a marvelous work in the lives of your people today. Hallelujah. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Jesus, how I love to praise your name. Oh, Jesus, you still the first, the last, the same. Oh, Jesus, you died to cover my shame. You're the sweetest. Sweetest name of all. Sing with all your heart. Jesus, how I love to pray for your name. Oh, Jesus, you still the first one left to sing. Oh, Jesus, you died and took away my shame.
Lord, we praise you for giving us the time to spend time in your presence. I thank you, Father, that you are here in our midst. Hallelujah. To break away our chain, to roll away our stone, so that we no longer stay in that tomb of self-pity, tomb of discouragement, tomb of anger, tomb of bitterness, tomb of envy, tomb of discontentment, tomb of immorality, tomb of greediness. Break away my chain, roll away my soul, take away my pain, open prison doors, take away my pride, wash away my sin. Blood of Calvary. One more time. 
Pastor Lord, break away my chains. Lord, I'm not going to go to that tomb anymore. I'm not going to go to the graveside anymore. Jesus is not there. Jesus is not there. Jesus is not there. Hallelujah. I'll be where Jesus is. Hallelujah. Break away my chains. Oh, yeah. Rose away my soul. Yeah. Take away my pain. Yeah. Oh, the prison door. Wash away my sin Shed your light in me And cause my eyes to see With your blood of Calvary We're going to sing it one more time Meet it with everything within your heart Let Jesus hear it Let Satan hear it, hallelujah God is here to break away every chain And you have to remain free You have to remain free You have to resolve in your heart Lord, I'm not going to go back I'm not going to go back I'm not going to entangle myself Lord, with the old grave With the old, Lord, tomb I have no place in the cemetery I'm not going there anymore I'm not going to go there with Satan is I'm not going to go to his territory In my mind I'm not going to revisit my past I'm not going to think about my past I'm going to go to the future Where Jesus is Hallelujah. Where Jesus is. Hallelujah. Oh, he's the God of the living. I'm choosing to live. Tell yourself, I'm choosing to live. I'm choosing to live. I make the choice to live. I will live. I will live. I will live. I will live. Hallelujah. I will live and proclaim the goodness of my God. I will live and proclaim the goodness of my God. I will live and proclaim the goodness of my God. I will live. Hallelujah. Break away my chains. Roll away my soul.
Jesus. She decided. She decided. It was a decision. It was a conscious decision that she made. I'm leaving Moab. I'm leaving Moab once and for all. Hallelujah. She did not revisit the land of the dead. Because she chose to live where Jesus the King of Glory, the Lord of Heaven and Earth, the Great I Am, the Blessed Holy Spirit, our Triune God, was watching over His people. She entered into the covenant relationship that was exclusively designed for the people of God. Hallelujah. And Ruth said, I have decided to follow Naomi and go into this land of the living. Hallelujah. No more, no more living in the past. No more living in the past. God is very specifically speaking today to those who have many, 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 many regrets. You say, oh, I buried my husband there. Oh, I buried my brother-in-law there. Oh, I buried my father-in-law there. So I'm going to stay in Moab. If she would have done that, she would have lived a miserable life and would have ended miserably. But she said, I'm going to get up and go. I'm going to get up and go. My mother-in-law is going to a place where there's life. I'm going to go. I'm going to go to live. And she came under the wings of God, the Father, who took responsibility for her and blessed her beyond measure. Hallelujah. The prodigal son understood, oh, where I am is the land of the dead. If I stay here, I too will die. 
And he decided one day. He made up his mind and he said, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going no more to be in this place. I'm going to the land of the living. Where was, where was it? It was where his father was. Hallelujah. The land of the living is the place where God is. Hallelujah. Where God is. Hallelujah. Where God is. Hallelujah. He said, I will arise and I will go. I will arise and I will go. He thought in his mind and he followed through with his thought. And he got up and he went, no more to return to the pigsty. No more to return to the land of the dead. Hallelujah. Ruth never returned back to Moab. Abraham never returned back to the land of the Chaldeans. The prodigal son never returned back to the pigsty. Hallelujah. God is speaking to your hearts today. There is a place where you might have experienced many, many loss, many types of loss. But God says, enough. It's enough. You need to move forward. Don't live where death is. Don't stay where death is. Don't linger where death is. You need to move forward. You need to move forward. You need to make a choice. You need to be like Ruth. You need to make a choice. You need to be like the prodigal son. Move forward. Go into that prosperous life that God has for you. Go into that good life that God has for you. Go into the peaceful life God has for you. Oh, it is in the Father's house. Hallelujah. It is in the Father's house. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise your Holy Spirit. It is where God is. It is where God is. Hallelujah. It is where God is. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Take some time in the presence of the Lord. I know God Almighty is speaking to your hearts at this hour. Tell yourself, Lord, I'm not going back. I'm not going back. I'm not staying here. I'm going to move forward. Hallelujah. I'm not going to be in the land of the dead. But death is looming. Naomi and Ruth understood. Three men died here. The Lord has visited his people. God is there. I'm going to get out of here. Hallelujah. Moab is not where you should be. Hallelujah. Away from the Father is not where you should be. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. God says, My son, my daughter, I have great news for you. I have visited my people. I'm doing great and mighty things in the midst of my people. The Lord says, Stay there. Go there. Live there. Never go back to your past. Never go back to your past life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you. Praise you. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Take a few moments in the presence of God and talk to Him at this hour. 
tell the Lord, Lord, like Ruth left Moab, I'm leaving Moab, Lord, and I'm moving forward. Like Abraham left the land of the Chaldeans, I'm leaving, Lord. His state and his place, this mindset I'm in, I'm leaving that I'm moving forward. Or whatever sin you might be in, you know and God knows and God is speaking to you, hallelujah. And tell the Lord, Lord, I'm going to go to the land of the living, hallelujah. I'm not going to be here anymore because this place means death. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Faithfulness. Faithfulness is what I long for. Faithfulness is what I need. Sing it with all your heart at the praise of the Lord. Faithfulness, faithfulness is what you want from me. Faithfulness, faithfulness is what I long for. Faithfulness is what I need. Faithfulness, faithfulness is what you want from me.
whoever is looking to you for a permanent relief whoever is looking to you for a permanent breakthrough and they've decided in their hearts that i'm not going to turn and look back at egypt i'm not going to turn and look back at sodom and gomorrah i'm not going to turn and look back at moab hallelujah i'm not going to turn and look back at that pigsty i have decided to follow jesus no turning back i'm not going to visit or revisit the land of the dead as jesus said let the dead bury the dead you follow me hallelujah you want to live you go where life is hallelujah don't think about the dead who are in the land of the dead you want life you go where jesus is jesus will take care of everything else hallelujah hallelujah if god says run out of sodom that's not the time to say oh lord i have a burden for sodom i'm not going to leave that will be a disaster hallelujah god is speaking to your hearts at this hour let your vision be clear let your goal be single hallelujah hallelujah let your heart be steady if ruth can leave moab and never set foot into moab ever again you too can yes thank you holy spirit hallelujah it is a choice make the choice today as god has spoken to your heart never behind closed doors never in the land of the dead never in moab never in egypt never in sodom hallelujah praise you jesus thank you holy spirit ruth didn't say oh let me say and try to convince my sister in law no everyone they make a choice hallelujah thank you holy spirit hallelujah 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 thank you holy spirit god says you go to the land of the living you go to the land of the living you go to the land of the living hallelujah thank you holy spirit 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 god wants you to live god wants you to live hallelujah hallelujah god gave ruth a family god gave ruth a house god gave ruth an inheritance hallelujah because she made the choice to leave the land of the dead and go to the land of the living hallelujah praise you jesus thank you jesus hallelujah praise you holy spirit thank you jesus hallelujah oh we praise you 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 hallelujah you were my strength when i am weak you were the treasure that i seek you were my all in all jesus seeking you as a precious jewel 
No turning back, no turning back. 
Oh, oh. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. One more time, one more time. I'm trading my sorrows. I'm trading my shame. No more. I'm laying them down for the joy of the Lord. My choice, my choice, yes. I'm trading my sickness, oh yeah. I'm trading my pain, yeah. I'm laying them down for the joy of the One more time, sing one more time, hallelujah. I'm trading my sorrow, yeah. I'm trading my strength, yeah. I'm laying them down for the joy of the I'm treading my sickness, yes. I'm treading my faith, I'll let them count for the joy of the Lord. We say yes to Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes. Yes, 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 Lord. Yes, yes to Jesus. Yes, 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 Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord, amen, oh, hallelujah, yes, the righteousness, we say, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, the new life, hallelujah, yes, Lord, yes, the joy, yes, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, hallelujah, Jesus, amen, yes, we say, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord, Thank you, Lord, for giving us this time. Thank you, Lord, for your marvelous work that you have done in our lives this afternoon. I know that you are here in an unmistakable manner, and for this we give you thanks. Lord, I pray that you will continue to minister to our hearts as we continue to sit at your feet. There's no greater joy than to sit at your feet, O Jesus, and to hear your precious word. We thank you, Lord, for your word gives life. Your word changes our thinking. Your word causes us to live. Hallelujah. And I thank you, Lord, the very word of God who created this world. You're creating something new in our lives. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus. I pray that you will continue to speak to our hearts. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' most precious name, I pray. Amen. Please be seated. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Greetings to everyone in Jesus' precious name. We have a first-time visitor among us. Shall we welcome Jenny's husband, Jeff, who is among us. We welcome you. God bless you. Glad to have you today. May God bless you. Amen. Um, the announcement for this week. On Tuesday, we had the family Bible study. In the evening at 7 on Ring Central. Um, then we meet on Thursday evening at 7 for the, uh, sorry, Thursday evening at 5.30 for the Life Training School. And uh, then we have Saturday, the mother's meeting in the morning at 8. And 9.30 is the kids' meeting. 
then we have the morning calls monday through saturday in the morning five praise god this meeting that we have for this week and now this is the time to give to the lord shall we stand together to give to the lord shed for our sins we thank you lord doing what you did on the cross heavenly father we thank you lord that through the blood we have access to you lord to even be able to come into your holy presence oh lord having been washed with the precious blood of your son father we can come and praise you give you thanks and father we thank you lord for giving us the opportunity to bring our tithes and offerings into your house Lord, I pray that you bless them and multiply them, use them for the extension of your kingdom, and bless, Lord, the hands that gave, that came, giving their hearts to you. Thank you, Father. You want a whole sacrifice. You want a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto you. I thank you, Lord, for washing us, for purging us, now preparing our hearts to hear the word of the Lord. We thank and praise you, Father. Thank you Lord for preserving our lives every day. I thank you Lord that every malady, every sickness, every harassment from Satan, Lord is defeated on the cross of Jesus Christ. We have victory through your blood, victory through your cross. Lord, we are here because of your love for us. We know Lord you're going to speak to us even more. Help us Lord to go out differently than the way we came in with your power, with your glory. with your presence we thank and praise you in Jesus mighty name amen please be seated
Praise be to God. We are going to turn our Bibles to Matthew chapter 2. The Lord just gave the word, and so we'll see what the Lord has for us from Matthew chapter 2. And we will read from verse 1, Matthew chapter 2, from verse 1 onwards. Father, I commit this word that you have given to us at this hour into your hands, and I pray, Jesus, that you will minister to our hearts, O Lord. Father, I pray that you will soak this word with your Holy Spirit. Now, I pray that you will transmit to the hearts of your people, that it may be ingrained, Father, it may be carved into their spirits, O Lord. It may be written down permanently, Lord, in their bones and bone marrows into their DNA, Lord. Let the word of God penetrate deep into the innermost parts of their being in the name of Jesus. And I come against all the forces of darkness and every demonic spirit that is warring against the hearts, minds, and bodies of your people. I bind them in Jesus' name. Take victory in Jesus' name. I ask you, Heavenly Father, that you break every barrier, Lord. And I pray that you will give this manna to your people so that they may live all the more for your glory. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, I bind every opposition of the enemy in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Father, I pronounce your blessing upon your people. Lord, your blessing that will, Lord, enable them to receive what you have for them at this hour. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that every barrier may fall off in Jesus' name. Every barrier to the understanding that the enemy is bringing, fall off. Let it fall off in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, may every heart be open to the voice of the Holy Spirit. And I thank you, Lord, for doing this. In Jesus' most precious name I pray. Amen. Please pray this prayer after me. Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Lord, open my heart to keep your truth. Let me be a doer of your word and not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much fruit to the praise and glory God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. I will listen and obey. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's read from Matthew chapter 2, verse 1. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem. Verse saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. Let's go back to verse 1 again. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem. Verse 2, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. Good intentions. They were led by the Lord. They had a specific path that they had to take. And they are 
expressing their intention, which was, we want to worship Jesus Christ. So far, so good. The Bible says, many are called, few are chosen. How does that happen? Many are called, few are chosen. How is it happening? It happens on a daily basis. Many are called, few are chosen. God is going to speak to us today to unveil our eyes of understanding so our hearts can really receive what God has so that we can be among the, the called and the chosen and receive everything that God has for us. Inherit what God has for us. So, we see that the desire is good and they were led by God. These were not people who just said, oh, we want to go and worship and they had no guidance from the Lord. No. They were led by the Lord. They were guided by the Lord. God wanted them to worship Jesus Christ. God wants us all to worship Jesus Christ. And God guides us. God brings us the word. Brings to us the word so that we can really worship him. So the focus of God bringing the word to every single person is to lead us to worship God. Why does God call us? Why does God choose us? It is for us to worship Jesus Christ. It is for us to worship the living God. We are created unto good works. And the good works are meant to cause us and those around us to worship God. Jesus said, men may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. So, the whole purpose of God bringing us to himself is to worship God. To really make us worshippers of the living God. That is God's purpose. Why did God create you? Why did God create me? He created me. He created you with a purpose of worshipping God. Now, the purpose is there. The call is there. The leading is there. Let's go to verse 3. The intentions were right. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled in all Jerusalem with him. Now we can have the right intention. We can have the vision of what we need to do for God. We can have the heart totally yielded to God that I want to worship God. Do you know what? It's very important to be at the right place. If you're not at the right place, you can bring trouble to yourself and trouble to those around you. If you're not at the right place, if you begin your journey by being led by God and don't continue your journey by being led by God, you can bring trouble for yourself and trouble to those around you. Write this down. Beginning our journey being led by God is important. Continuing our journey being led by God is more important. Finishing our journey by being led by God is the most important. All along the way, we need to be led by God. If we are not led by God, the Bible says, there's a way that seems right to man, but the end is destruction. So not every path is going to lead to the same destination. A lot of people say, right, all roads lead to Rome or to the same destination. That's not true. That's not the truth. So there is a path, as Jesus said, there is only one road, and that road leads to life. And Jesus calls it the narrow road. It's a narrow road. Why? Because when you compare that with the broad road, it's a very specific path. You know, how many of you think that if you want to go to medical school or if you want to go to business, you can go and play tennis all day and you can become a doctor. You can go play 
fucker all day and go become a businessman. That's not going to work. If you are going to go into business, then you're going to study towards that. You're going to expose yourself towards things that pertain to that. You're going to really put everything before you that will really lead you into that path towards success in that area. If you're going to go into medicine, then you're going to surround yourself with everything pertaining to that, all the courses you need to take for that. And what path you have to be in, you have to work towards that, not only be in that, but you have to stay in that in order to finish that. When God has a call on your life, when you are called, few are chosen. When God has a call on your life, it is very important to stick with the leading of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Uh, we cannot say, yesterday I was led by the Holy Spirit, today I don't have to be. Today I'm going to just get up and I, I feel like going here, I feel like doing this. Never be led by your feelings because your feelings can very well be moved or influenced by the darkness. Understand it. Suddenly someone can get up and say, oh, I feel angry. Where is it coming from? All of a sudden you can get up and say, oh, I feel depressed. Where is it coming from? All of a sudden you can get up and say, oh, you know what? I feel like today is going to be a bad day. Where is that thought coming from? All of a sudden you feel like, oh, you know what? My whole future is gone. Because of the past? No. That's not what God said. God defines your future, not your past. You can change your future by following the Holy Spirit now in your present. Very important. So, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, we run our race. So, who should lead us? God should lead us. How should we be led? We should be led by the Holy Spirit. Now, these people had good intention. They were called by God. They were chosen by God. They were given the tools to reach to the destination, to be successful. But they are in the wrong place. Wrong place. They are supposed to be where Jesus was. The star that should have led them to Bethlehem. But they are in Jerusalem. They are troubled. The king is troubled. All of Jerusalem is troubled. Why? Because they failed to be led by the Spirit of God in their lives. How did God lead them through His Holy Spirit? By placing a star for them. God is speaking to your heart at this hour. Never forget the one who brought you to Himself should lead you all the way to glory. It is important to hold the hand of the Lord Jesus Christ. When I get up in the morning, I have to say, Lord, lead me today. Lord, do you want me to go to this place? Do you want me to do this? Do you want me to make this phone call? Do you want me to talk to this person? Do you want me to send this text? How many of you ask those questions? How many of you hastily do things? Oh, I got to go. I got to do this. You know, I have to send this. Without even stopping and praying, asking God, Lord, do you want me to do this? Lord, is this pleasing to you? Lord, is this your will for my life? Or am I going by whatever I see, whatever the news media says, whatever the neighbor says, whatever my friend says, whatever Facebook says, and whatever whoever says. May God speak to our hearts today. Being led by God is very, very, very important. Now they have gotten themselves in deep trouble 
because somewhere along the line, they got into a wrong turn. Now, how many of you, while you're driving, because you are talking, because you are talking, you missed your exit? How many of you have done that? I've done that. Because you're talking to your spouse, your spouse is talking, and all of a sudden, I'll exit 14, and you're like, oh no, 14 is gone now. You have another 15 miles. You can't make a U-turn. What happened? Because you failed to take your eyes off of, you failed to keep your eyes on the sign. You took your eyes off of the GPS. The guide that was there, the sign that was there. We are supposed to keep our eyes on that. No matter what we are doing, not take your eyes off of that sign that God has given you. No matter how busy you are, even if you are talking, you need to be cautious of where you are going. Very important. You learn your lesson, right? Once you miss the exit, next time when you drive, what do you do? While you are talking, where's the exit? Where's the exit? Where's the next turn? You are alert. Why? Because you don't want to miss that and go late somewhere. You don't want to miss this and miss your appointment. There's a consequence many times. God is speaking to us today. We can live a life without loss. Yes. We can live a life without loss. We can live a life with gain. If we follow Jesus Christ. If we keep our eyes on Jesus Christ. God's word says, looking to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. How do you run? We run our race. So while we run our race, we need to not put our heads down. We should not be turning to the right and running. We should be turning to the left and running. We should keep our eyes on Jesus Christ, the author and the finisher of our faith. What does that word say? What is the meaning of that? Why do we have to keep our eyes on him? Why can we know? Okay, I know we have to reach there. While I reach, I can still go straight. If I just look to the right and keep on running, and say, hey, hey, I can keep on running. Or look to the left and say, oh, hi, how are you? I'll see you tomorrow and keep running. Why can't we do that? Because in the spiritual realm, when you fix your eyes on Jesus, there is a transaction that takes place. When you keep your eyes on Jesus, he empowers you with his strength. When you keep looking at him, there's a power that comes into you. You know, I was um, um, conducting the memory words competition yesterday. The little ones, especially the little, little ones, three three years old, four years old, five years old, six years old, the younger ones, when they tell their memory verses, you know who they look at? Who do you think they look at? They know their verses really well, but their mom will be sitting or their dad will be sitting. They'll be saying their verses, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The screen is over here. I'm sitting on the opposite side. And you know what they're looking for? Their mom to say. They have that confidence on the inside as they keep looking at it. He maketh me to lie down and keep the eyes on who? Their mother. And their mother will be thinking, oh my God. The pastor is going to be thinking that I'm doing he maketh me. He's looking at my mouth. But you know what? That's what makes the kids keep going. Because... It is doing something to their confidence on their inside. That's just in an earthly relationship. To get that prize, they need to keep looking at who? The one who trained them. Now, if the dad was there, 
but the dad was working and the dad was not there during the memory verse, the child is not going to look. You know who the child is going to look for? The one who trained him. Jesus says, look to me. Why? He is our trainer. He is our motivator. When we look to him, he looks at us, that gives us that strength on the inside. When we look to him, his power gets into us. When we look to him, his love gets into us. When we look to him, we get the confidence that we continue to run our race. We keep running. We keep our eyes on him. We keep running. We're so happy. When you see a, a parent, right, come from work, how do the kids react? When they come from work, they'll be playing, they'll be doing something. All of a sudden, they see their mom coming or their dad coming. Do you see them walk or do you see them hop, skip and jump? And do you hear them make some noises? Excitement. Why? Because they love them. And they know, my mommy's here. My daddy's here. They have that joy. When God is with us, we have that uncontainable joy that will be deep within our heart. And the confidence that will be deep in our heart. That we know we can never go wrong. With Jesus by your side, you can never go wrong. Can you ever go wrong with Jesus by your side? Will God take you into loss? Will God cause you to fall and say, well, you have to fall three times? After you fall three times, the fourth time, you're going to learn not to fall. Jesus is not like that. Every time he's with us, he'll say, careful. That's what a good parent will do. If you're a good parent, when your child is about to trip, what do you do? Well, fall. Once you fall, next time you're going to be careful. No. We run to catch them. That's how a parent, a good parent is. If it's really your child, your heart will jump when you see your child trip. How much more your heavenly father? When he is by your side, you can never face loss. When he is by your side, you can never go wrong. When he is by your side, you can never, never go into a bad situation where you are doomed forever. Jesus will never lead you into a trap where you can get trapped. Jesus is never going to lead you in a place where you're going to just cry and cry and cry and cry and cry. No. God will lead us into triumphant victory. That means, yes, we will have battles, like Jesus said. In this world, you will have tribulation. Be of good cheer. Why? I have overcome the world. What is the meaning of that? Equals total victory. Total victory. If you'll follow him, if you'll keep your eyes on him, there is no defeat. There's no defeat. Have your eyes on Jesus and run. If he is here, I run towards him. We don't say, okay, I'm looking at Jesus and I'm running somewhere else. No. Well, every three minutes I'm going to see him and say, oh, Jesus is right here. I'm going to run somewhere else. No. We run towards Jesus. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, I run, I run, I run, I run towards Jesus Christ. Now, they were given a sign. Our sign, our primary sign, is the Lord Jesus Christ who is the living word of God. So, 
We need to be people of what? The word of God. How can he say, oh, I need to keep my eyes on Jesus Christ. I wish I can see him every day. Then I will get up and run towards him. Right now I'm not able to see him, so I'm going to do my own thing. No. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The word became flesh, and he dwelt among men. If you want to keep your eyes on Jesus Christ, who is the author and the finisher of our faith, you have to become a man or a woman of the word of God. The word has to be in front of you. If you have the word in front of you, you can never go wrong. The word is better than a GPS. The word is better than a roadmap. The word is better than any kind of assistant, assisting device, whatever it is. Because he's very accurate. GPS can go wrong. GPS can lose signal. But you know what? When you have Jesus before you, you can never go wrong. There's no miscalculation in his steps. Nothing whatsoever. We have been given the word... The wise men were given something that they needed to hold on to in order to reach the destination. Let's just go to the next verse. They were in the wrong place before the wrong person. When we miss the word of God, misapply the word of God, think that the word of God is saying something, but it is saying something else. What happens? We can end up in the wrong place before the wrong person. See, they didn't just go and end up in the wrong place and say, well, we missed our destination and so now we're going to go. No, they actually ended up facing the enemy who brought trouble to them, trouble to all the people in Jerusalem. So a very important point we have to learn today that the Spirit of the Lord is bringing to our hearts is, when we fail to have the word as our guide, as our focus for everything in our lives. We can actually end up in the wrong place before the wrong person, which is the enemy of our soul. What happens at that time? We get depressed, we get angry, we get frustrated, we get lost, we get financial loss, we get all kinds of loss. And then we wonder, oh, why is all these things happening to me? Keep the word of God close to your heart. Never miss it. Never let go of the word of God. When he had gathered, verse 4, all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. Who is doing this? The enemy. The enemy is trying to find out God's plan. God's plan for God's people. And what did the enemy do? Verse 5. So they said to him, in the Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, verse 6, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are not the least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Now there's a prophecy. There's a prophecy pertaining to the nation of Israel. There's a prophecy given by God. You know what what a prophecy is? Prophecy is a secret. It's a secret given by God to a specific group of people or a specific individual. It is very important to hold on to that, to know what is in that, in order for us to understand, okay, this is what we need to have, and this is how we need to go. These people didn't have that. Who has it? The enemy has it. I want you to understand this. God has his word. You know who also has access to God's word? Satan. 
if you allow satan to have access to god's word he will destroy your peace and he'll destroy the peace of those around you so what will the enemy do he'll take the word of god and he can twist it he can harass you with it he can take the word of god and take you in a wrong path how can the word of god be used to take me in the wrong path well satan came to jesus and he used the word of god he said well man shall not live by bread alone jesus said but what did he try to do he made him look at his surroundings and he said look look at your tummy look at what's before you you're hungry and you have something that you can convert well you're the creator god aren't you you can do something out of nothing and you can do something with something that's there so why don't you do something about what you see why don't you make use of what is there why don't you prove your power as a creator god satan knew the word he knew that this is the son of god but he came to the son of god to come and mislead him so to speak he was attempting every attempt of satan is a failed attempt if we know the word of god if we know who we are in christ he came to jesus and he said well why don't you do that what would satan try to do to a person let me tell you this satan will always try to come and show you your circumstance and try to point out your weakness write this down he will try to show you your circumstance and show you your weakness the circumstance is oh you have a lot of stones around you the circumstances oh you know what i should eat and what else was the weakness weakness was the physical hunger that was there said so, you know what you're really hungry you got to do this you're really hungry you got to do this oh you're really hungry you got to do this that pressure where the enemy tries to build within jesus he thought to do that jesus was hungry his body was hungry his stomach was really longing for food 40 days and 40 nights he didn't eat anything after the fasting was over his normal appetite returned he can but and not at satan's suggestion though when that hunger was there jesus taught us through his life of how to exercise self control using god's word it's important to exercise self control using god's word he didn't fall into that temptation he didn't say okay i'm very hungry well that's a good idea let me do it no when the enemy tries to come in and speak it is important to not listen to him shut him down by using god's word herod had the word there in the palace god's people had the word too but god's people really didn't make use of the word of god and who was using it over there the enemy the enemy is taking the word and using it to manipulate the enemy is taking the word and he is using it to destroy what else did the enemy do just look at the temptations of jesus He goes to Jesus and he says, "Oh Jesus, why don't you jump from this building? The angels will carry you." 
he's bringing Psalm 91 before Jesus. What is the enemy using? He's using the word of God. But you have to always understand, when Satan brings something to you, if you know the voice of the shepherd, you will know the voice of the thief. If you know the voice of the shepherd, you will know the voice of the thief. When the enemy came and spoke to Jesus, Jesus didn't pay attention to that and he did not obey that voice. You know why? Because he knew the voice of the Father. If you know the voice of God, you will not let the enemy come and harass you by twisting the word of God, trying to say things that you shouldn't obey. When the enemy knows that you are equipped with the word, you know how to use it. You know, someone can give me a good GPS and if I don't know how to turn it on and if I don't know how to type, if I don't know spelling, if I don't know how to really make use of that, it's no use. We need to know the word of God, not only possess the word of God, but really know to use the word of God. Satan is afraid of those who know how to use the word of God. When you know God's word and put it to use, Satan will not be there to continue his tricks. God's word says, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. When that knowledge of the Holy One through the word of God is not there, of who you are in Christ, and what Christ has done for you, and what his word can do in and through your life to really make you an overcomer in the kingdom of God, then the enemy, when he sees you, will say, okay, this person knows how to use the word, and he will say, I'm afraid of this person, let me try to somehow come in a roundabout way, not in a direct way. If a person doesn't know the word, he's going to come directly to the person who is ignorant or unaware of God's truth. The wise men, they had the star, they had the sign given by God, they had enough information that a king is going to be born, or a king is born, but they didn't have further information. They didn't go to the scriptures like the enemy did. Many times, God's people don't know the word of God. Satan knows more than them. They scratch their head when Satan comes and throws the first stone. Oh no, I got wounded. They don't know that they have the power. Just get up. The moment you get up, the enemy runs. There's power in the word of God. There's power in knowing who you are in Christ because Faith is a key that unlocks the door to the kingdom of heaven. God's word says it is the faith. It is faith that overcomes the world. It is through the faith that God has given to you. Faith in the word. If I have faith in the word, I'm going to go to the word for every need of mine. What do they do here? The enemy has the tool and he's misusing this. He has a tool and he's misusing this. 
these people don't have the word they have the star they didn't know exactly where they need to go they had the star they kept their eyes on something else on their knowledge not on the god given sign as a result of that what happened all of jerusalem was troubled herod was troubled they were troubled all of heaven was troubled and they were given a clear instruction go with the other way as a result what else happened mary and joseph had to take baby jesus and move out of there all these things happened why so many things went wrong why because they failed to use the tool that god has given in your life in my life we have to be very careful to use the tool that god has given which is the word of god every decision in your life every turn that you have to make you need to understand my goal is to reach my destination in my path god will give me all the blessings i need he'll give me all the strength i need he'll give me all the power i need but it's very important to keep my eyes on jesus christ who is the author and the finisher of my faith that i should never look to the right or to the left and i should be a person who is well versed in the word of god know your map know how to read your map there's no point in saying that hey i have the most beautiful colorful map in the world but you can't read the map we need to have god's word we need to know how to read the word of god we need to read the word of god we need to know the significance of the word of god and put it to use put it to use the psalmist says your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path leads us leads us in the right direction leads us to safety leads us to prosperity leads us to peace in times of battle it gives us a strategy to overcome god is speaking to our hearts today give priority to the word of god never take your eyes off of the word of god never take your eyes off of jesus christ not even for a second let's go to the next verse let's go to verse 7 then herod when he had secretly called the wise men determined from them what time the star appeared what else did he do verse 8 and he sent them to bethlehem and said go and search carefully for the young child and when you have found him bring back word to me that i may come and worship him also it is a caution very important not everyone who says i want to worship jesus are real worshipers of jesus christ this was a trap for the wise men this was a trap for the people of god it was a trap for jesus christ his vision his ministry and his everything how spiritual did satan appear to be how spiritual did satan talk he said i want to worship jesus i want to worship jesus that brings us to the need for discernment while you with people if we don't have discernment we can believe anyone and everyone and get hurt if we don't have discernment if we are not led by the lord we can get tricked by the enemy 
God is speaking to our hearts today. God's word will keep us from error. It will keep us from the pit. It will keep us from prison. It will keep us from every false thing. You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. A pretending imposter who appeared to be something when he was someone else. If we know the word of God, we won't be tricked by the enemy. If we know the truth, you won't be deceived by the enemy. A very religious looking devil. A very godly looking devil. Knew where to go to take what in order to use it against God's people. Understand that. God is for us. The enemy is not for us. So when the enemy wants to trip someone, he wants to push someone, what will he do? He will misuse the word of God. If you're doing something right and going in the right direction, he will come and say, well, you're being too godly, you're being too spiritual, you're being overly praying. You have become prayerly, wordly. You have really become someone who is all the time praying, all the time reading the word. You shouldn't be like that. And you know what? They'll have a scripture for that. To say, don't be too much into the word. You need to know how to be out of the word so you can enjoy the world. Then you have another group of people. While you're doing God's will and reading and praying and seeking God, there's another voice that will come and say, well, you're not doing enough. You're not praying enough. You're not reading enough. You're not doing the right thing. When you're doing the right thing, that's a false spirit that will come and speak. It's a spirit of condemnation. Not conviction. Conviction comes from the Holy Spirit. When you go to a wrong path, when you deviate a little bit, you will hear the voice of God say, Stop. Halt. Don't turn to the right. Go straight. I am with you. How does the conviction come? The conviction comes to show us where we are going, where we shouldn't go, and where we should go with a boost, which is an encouragement to push us forward. It will make us just, oh, no, I missed it. But you know what? You know, you can turn and you can go forward. That's conviction. But condemnation is different. Condemnation will weigh a person down to a point that they cannot get up. To a point that they will not want to go and pray. To a point that, oh, you know what, I'm not worthy to pray. I'm not worthy to read. You know, I'm not worthy to be in the house of God. I'm not worthy to, you know, eat properly in a healthy way. Whatever you do, it will keep find, finding fault. Finding fault, finding fault, finding fault, finding fault. What voice is that? That's the voice of the enemy. If you're walking with God, the Spirit of God will continue to lead you. He'll lead you closer. He'll purify you. He'll sanctify you but in a way that will encourage you to move you forward. Even the conviction from God produces godly sorrow, as the Bible says, but it will not destroy you. Godly sorrow will cause you to feel bad that you did something, but it will move you forward like what happened to Peter. When Jesus came to Peter 
And Jesus looked at Peter and Jesus said, Peter, do you love me? Peter felt so bad on the inside because Peter denied Jesus. That's the right response. Peter felt heartbroken. He said, Lord, yes, Lord, I love you. Peter, do you love me? Second time. Yes, Lord, I love you. He's feeling the weight of his denial. Third time, Peter, do you love me? What did Peter do? Peter broke down and he cried. He said, Lord, you know all things. The conviction that came from Jesus to make him realize what he did. But what happened after that? Did he break down and cry and say, Lord, I'm not worthy to be here. And he, did he run away from Jesus Christ? No. Jesus spoke words of encouragement after that. Jesus prophesied over his future right there. That is conviction. Conviction will bring that awareness in your heart that you know what you did was wrong. You need to repent. But it will give you that encouragement to move forward and never to look back. Keep going forward. Move out of the way. Get back on track. Keep running forward. But condemnation will drag you down. Will bring that heaviness saying that, oh, you know what? This is not happening. That's not happening. I'm not doing good. I'm not growing. I'm not growing fast enough. I'm not going slow enough in all kinds of things. It'll be always like throwing stones, throwing stones, throwing stones. What happens as a result? You feel weighed down on the inside. What voice is that? That's a very skilled devil that uses the word of God. It's called white serpent. Satan transforms himself into an angel of light. And he comes and he acts very religiously. And he'll weigh burden on people that they cannot carry and they should not carry. When God gives you something, it's never going to weigh you down. But when Satan brings something on you, you cannot stand. Jesus said this in a very beautiful way about the Pharisees. They weigh burdens on you that they don't touch. You can't lift. As a result of that, every believer goes like this. They can't lift their head up to see God. Their head is always down. But what has God told his people? He said, come boldly to the throne of grace. And receive my grace. Receive my mercy. Look to me. Look to me. When you look to Jesus Christ, the author and the finisher of our faith, and follow the word of God, you won't go wrong. You cannot go wrong. Even when you are about to make a mistake, he won't let you. When you keep your eyes on Jesus, that's what will happen. You know, it's like the, like the vehicles that you have now. You have the steering wheel and you're driving. When you go a little bit, go beep, 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 beep. Turn it back. <laughs> the older cars don't have that. The latest ones have it. What does it do? It's not letting you go off the lane. Lane departure alert. God is even better than that. He will speak with his gentle voice. Sometimes he will speak a little firm. When you are falling asleep, you will need someone to tap you. Driving especially. To wake you up, to safeguard you. So there are times where God will speak a little firm so that you are safe. 
Other times, it will be a gentle voice. However, it's always to protect your soul. It's always to lead you into prosperity. It's always to lead you into fruitfulness and greater fruitfulness in the kingdom of God. As you think about this scripture portion, think about the love of God. Even in the lives of these wise men. You can go home and read the rest of it. Even in the lives of these wise men who had a departure, went to the wrong place and all this trouble happened now. God was so good to them. God let them go to the destination by keeping the star for them. God is a good God. His goal is always for us to inherit the promise of God. God's goal is always for you to inherit God's promise. God didn't say, well, you fellas, you messed up. No more star. You know, there are a lot of people who ask me this question. Pastor, I've messed up. The prophecy that God spoke to me in the beginning of the year. Will it come to pass? Because I repented, but I think I messed up, so I don't think that's going to be. Where is the scripture for that? God is so good and kind. When you repent, every word that God has said, if you begin running back on the track and go towards your destination, you inherit everything that is in that path of glory. The star was there. But these people lost sight and they deviated. But once they got back on track, the star was again there. God didn't take it away from them. It was right there. They started going Looking at the star never made that mistake again. God is speaking to your hearts today. Never make the same mistakes that you make. Don't keep, take your eyes off of the word of God God has given. Don't take your eyes off of Jesus. Don't give in to fear. Don't give in to the enemy that will come and misuse the word of God. Oh, I too must worship. But there's a great disturbance when it's the voice of the enemy. There's a disturbance in the spirit. There's a weight. There's a grief. There's Anxiety, this depression, you don't know what to do. God's word will not cause you to go into depression. God's word will never cause you to go into anxiety. God's word will never take you into bondage. God's word will never take you in the path of darkness. God's word is light. There's no darkness in it. God's word is freedom. There's no bondage in it. God's word is so light. Jesus said, I want, to, I want to finish with this. Jesus said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. Yes, there is a yoke. But it's easy. And his burden is light. Shall we all stand up together? Thank you, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Praise you, Father just going to take a few minutes in the presence of God before we close. Think about what God has spoken to you at this hour. Don't let the enemy trick you ever again. Ever again. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Your word is a lamp unto my feet. Your word is a light unto my feet. 
my mind and my soul. Your word is all. Oh, Jesus, I need your word. Your word is all I need. Sing it in one more time. Your word is all I need. Your word is all I need. Your word is all I need. Hallelujah. The Spirit of the Lord is showing me. There's somebody here who is suffering from joint pain. Arthritis. And it's progressive. And you're having pain in your joints and I'm seeing your knuckles hurting. God is going to touch you at this hour. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Receive your healing by faith at this hour. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, as your servant, according to the power and authority given to me by the Almighty God, I come against this joint pain, arthritis, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The pain in the knuckles. I curse it in Jesus' name, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I command all form of arthritis to leave the body of your people right now in Jesus' name. Whoever is suffering from joint pain, pain in the knuckles, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I speak healing to their body right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Pain in the knees. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I curse you right now in Jesus' name. And I command it to leave the people of God in Jesus' name. I speak health and healing to the knees of God's people in Jesus' name. That they may be able to kneel down and pray. God says, there's someone here that you're not able to kneel down and pray. You're saying, Lord, I'm having so much knee pain that I'm not able to pray like before. I'm not able to kneel down and pray. God is touching you right now. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I come against this knee pain in Jesus' name. And I speak your healing over these knees in Jesus' name. And I command the knee pain to leave God's people right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for healing virtue that is flowing in this place, O oh Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Your word is enough for us. Hallelujah. You sent your word and you healed your people. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. There's someone here. You have soreness in your mouth. And I see it's in, in the side of your tongue. Jesus is touching you right now. Thank you, Heavenly Father. If you have swords in your tongue, swords in your tongue, God is touching you right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And I'm also seeing swords in the inside of the cheek on the same side. God is touching you right now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Whoever is it, receive your healing right now. Whoever it is, receive your healing right now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I curse this sore in the tongue and in the cheek. In the name of Jesus. I curse it right now in Jesus' name. I take victory in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Hallelujah. There's also someone here that the Holy Spirit is showing me right now that whenever you want to do something, you feel like your brain is freezing. Whenever you want to do something, you feel like you're not able to do. Your, your routine works. There are times when you used to do things fast. But now you feel like, God, when I try to do something, I'm not able to do it. All of a sudden, I'm frozen. All of a sudden, I feel like I'm not able to do the work that I used to do. 
and because of that i'm losing time and because of that i'm behind in a lot of things god wants to set you free this hour thank you holy spirit thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord jesus father in the name of jesus christ of nazareth whoever is going through this kind of a psychological mental affliction that they are not able to think that they are not able to emotionally function that the emotional energy emotional strength is very low in the name of jesus christ of nazareth i curse every demonic spirit that is touching their mind that is causing them to be mentally not able to function as you want them to in the name of jesus i curse those demonic spirits in jesus name that is keeping them in a state of slowness i bind them in jesus name take victory in jesus name and i speak your strength into their bodies strength into their spirit strength into their souls right now in jesus name hallelujah thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit and this person also thinks that other people think that i'm lazy i'm not lazy i'm not a lazy person but i'm not able to do it nobody is able to understand god says i understand you and i have i'm here to set you free right now thank you holy spirit thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord thank you father in the name of jesus christ of nazareth i break every chain right now in jesus name i break every chain right now in jesus name i break every chain right now in jesus name in the name of jesus christ of nazareth every demonic spirit that is keeping your people from fully functioning the way god wants them to function in the name of jesus christ of nazareth i take authority over every unclean spirit in jesus name every spirit of dullness every spirit of slowness every spirit of every form of lethargy in the name of jesus christ of nazareth i curse you right now in jesus name and i command you to leave god's people right now in jesus name thank you heavenly father thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit hallelujah we praise you lord 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 hallelujah thank you lord there's someone over here who is having problems with your ear thank you jesus hallelujah you're hearing noises like the ringing noises it's kind of mild but you are hearing very frequently and it's annoying you Jesus is touching you right now. Thank you heavenly Father. Thank you Lord. It's a form of tinnitus. God wants to touch you right now. God wants to heal you. Thank you Father. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Father, I come against this tinnitus in Jesus name. I curse this tinnitus in Jesus name and I command it to leave. The people of God right now in Jesus name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you heavenly Father. And I speak your healing virtue to flow into that ear right now in Jesus name. Thank you Lord. Every form of ear pain I command it to leave them right now in Jesus name. Every form of infection I command it to leave right now in Jesus name. Thank you Lord. Thank you Holy Spirit. Thank you Lord. Your word is all I need. Your word is all I need. Your word is all I need.
this was time well spent in your presence, Lord, in the presence of Almighty God. Thank you, Lord, for inviting us by your Holy Spirit to spend time in your presence, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. What a privilege. What a joy. And thank you, Lord, that you have exposed the imposter when he comes and tries to twist your word, Lord, and tries to condemn your people, weigh them down and slow them down and try to take them out of the race. I thank you that your word is truth. You have a heart of love and your spirit, Lord, revives us. Your spirit convicts us, Lord, but never condemns us, Lord, so that we never make it back to you. Thank you, Lord, for the godly sorrow that leads to repentance unto life, never to be repented of. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We need conviction from the Holy Spirit. So that, Lord, when we even think about getting off the track, as we heard, Lord, you're there to prevent us. Lord, when Peter had his eyes on you, so long as he had his eyes on you, he was walking above his situation. But the moment he took his eyes off of you, Lord, he began to sink. And even there you were there to catch him. And you restored him, Lord. Thank you, Lord. When he wept bitterly for his failures against the Holy God who had been so good to him, against the Lord Jesus Christ, you restored him, Lord, because he repented. He got back on track. Thank you, Lord, that you have this good word for us today, that we can be restored, we can be strengthened, quickened in our spirits to do the things you want us to do every day with no slowness or hindrance from Satan. I thank you. That curse, that, Lord, that affliction from the devil, that assault, that harassment from the devil that makes us slow down, gives that mental fog, spiritual laziness, and whatever it is, Lord, that tries to slow us down, even though we don't want to. Even though physically we don't feel lazy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Even mentally, Lord, we don't want to, but Lord, your people get stuck in that sometimes. Lord, today you've broken them free from it, Lord, that this Thank week you, is going to be a more glorious week than last week. Amen, Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I, I believe it in Thank the name Jesus. of Jesus. Hallelujah. We are going to do more things this week by the grace of Almighty Hallelujah. God, by the power of Jesus Christ than we did last week. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. To the glory of God. I thank and praise you, Father, for this good word. Lord, I pray that your people would hold on to your word undiluted, exactly as you give it. I thank you, Lord. You're better, Lord. Your word is better than any GPS, Lord. Better than any tracking device. Better than any, Lord, navigational instrument, Lord. You keep us right on course. And you're the one, Lord, as I heard the sermon, Lord. I remember what you said back in the Old Testament. You said, look unto me all the ends of the earth and be saved. Hallelujah. So your word is again, Lord, look to me. Keep your eyes on me. People of God, you will never, ever fail. Never stumble. Never go off track. But continue to go from faith to faith. Strength to strength. Glory to glory as we keep our eyes on the lover of our soul, the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 May the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God the Father and the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit rest and remain with us all now and until we see Jesus. Face to face. Amen. Amen. Jesus. Praise God.
God bless you all. God bless you all. God bless you with a blessed evening and a blessed week. God bless you.